LinkedIn presents. What is a nonlinear career? How do you get one? How do you create an environment where your talent can move in nonlinear ways? I ponder this question with my friends Q Hamarani and AJ Thomas on this special episode of Redefining Work presents The Riff. This episode was recorded in front of a live audience in Las Vegas at the Transform Conference. So you get a little bit of background noise from the expo hall, but hey, it's live. That's how this goes. So we'll be right back with that conversation right now. The Redefining Work podcast is sponsored by my company, Amplify. Amplify connects, develops, and empowers the next generation of transformative people leaders through HR executive search and the Amplify Academy learning and leadership development platform. Our executive search practice brings a modern approach to executive search by transparent pricing, unique access to emerging and established leaders, and onboarding advisory. Our Amplify Academy is changing how HR practitioners and leaders develop their careers through peer communities, the AI Learning Lab, and leadership development cohorts. Together, these platforms support our mission of building a better world of work by elevating the field of HR. You can learn more at AmplifyTalent.com. Now, on to the show. What's that, Q? All right. Fu- oh, welcome. Those lights. The future is so bright in here. <laughs> the future is, this is, a, this is a planned, this is a planned uh, event that I didn't get the memo on. So the future's not bright for well, me. Yeah, I can you're see not, here we go. You're okay. not even wearing okay. the pink, Lars. Wow. The I mean, pink and the glasses. Oh, okay. oh you are oh, pink. That is His it. face is a bit pink. No, though. you guys <laughs> look <laughs> a, little, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> the, light, uh, the light's okay. getting the pink glasses. That looks good. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome to The Riff, live from Las Vegas. We are here at the Transform Conference, learning stuff, meeting people, catching up with friends, playing with disco balls and sunglasses. Well, we all have this, so we can, you know, we do have the mic. We are are, are repping. Is that a mic in here? Uh, No, but that's, you know, next year. Transform 2024. (laughs) We're going to have disco ball lav mics, and it's going to be spectacular. I thought it was a shiny Death Star. It can be. It's good. Well, you are creative, so how do you interpret (laughs) these things? Uh, Okay, so we're here with The Riff. You know what that means. One topic, three people, a range of perspectives, and AJ is going to let us know what we're talking about today. What are we talking about? that's right. What's the topic for today? Okay, so I think our topic today is about non-linear career paths Mm. or different career paths, but specifically... What does that so look So not going like? up the ladder? Not going up the ladder. What would I use the ladder for then? What would you use the ladder for, I don't Q? know. My L&D department says there's a ladder. Perhaps there's a lattice. Oh. Oh. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Oh, By the way, these, these things aren't rehearsed. This is just us. Yeah, that's, that's the nature of the yeah. riff. Or maybe there's a bunch of ladders. You just got to hop ladders. Maybe it shoots and ladders. <laughs> okay, so break it down for me though. Because look, when, when like we're all taught to believe that career paths are linear, they're vertical, yes. you come yes. in as an associate, you work your way up, yes. you become a manager, a director, maybe a VP, maybe yep. even a chief at some point. Yes. But maybe there's another way to think about your career. There is. So how should people be thinking about their careers as individuals? Actually, how should people be thinking about their careers as an individual? And then how should companies be thinking about creating frameworks in their organizations that enable those careers? So from an individual perspective, I mean, I think there are several ways. And linear is not bad, by the way. Linear is a path, right? 
Um, but I tend to see that there is also the kind of non-linear that you kind of figure out, okay, I'm in one spot, I'm going to learn here, I'm in another spot. Uh, I think LinkedIn coined it as a tours of duty. Yes. Right? Yep. So there's that, that term. I think most of you might be aware of that. Um, and then what I'm seeing is a rise in like portfolio careers. Yeah. So I think that's really interesting where you're literally taking those skill sets, but you're also creating ways in, you, in which you can maximize economic opportunity for those skill sets while you're learning as well. Right, so What's we're seeing. Example? Well, you can see folks that uh, may have full-time jobs, but side gigs as maybe coaches or advisors, right. or even working on different projects yeah. just to learn. Yeah. But it's still an opportunity. I mean, you see like these platforms like Upwork, for example. Yeah. Right, creating. You know, um, I, I love this this quote that I heard as like the gig work has hit knowledge workers. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and so create, but, but all through the thread, I think is a creating impact. Yeah. And then of course, another interesting career path is also a, a lifestyle business owner or an entrepreneur, right? And I, yeah. I, I see those as two different things. Lifestyle yeah. business is different from entrepreneur. Yeah. That's very true, that's very true. Okay, and Q, how do companies create an environment where that kind of fluidity exists for talent to move yeah. vertically, sideways, horizontally, up, back? Yeah, I think yes. it's hard. It's not easy. It is hard, yeah. um, But I think it's sometimes, you know, I think organizations have to let people just try things. Um, I think we heard about, I think it was your chat this morning where we talked about just trying stuff, failing, and then learning through it. Um, and I think not all, you know, when, you, when companies need to provide that environment where an individual can try different things. Yeah. Like if I'm, let's just take an example. Say I'm really good at project managing and I'm an HR professional. That project management skill set can be so valuable in a multiple of disciplines across the yeah, organization. Right. The problem is the organizations are typically siloed. So yeah. to provide that cross-learning opportunity where the skills can actually be used in different areas right. is almost like climbing up a hill that you keep rolling back down on. So <laughs> I think I think organizations should embrace like some some form of Maybe it's an I don't know what is there a word for an internship within an organization oh, or like yeah. a or like a project whatever you yeah. want to call it like yeah. internal mobility Rotations. a form of rotation yeah, program there you go that's Absolutely. a lot better way to put it Absolutely. like Secondments. where Secondments, yeah. Yeah. like where you kind of you kind of force people I think there are a couple of organizations that if you are in a role for two years I think Apple is a little bit like that where if you are doing a particular role for two years you are forced to do another yeah. uh, product mm. right and that. You know, should you know, uh, an organization can push for that, which is great. But there's a little bit of a push and pull. So I think organizations should just let people do different things, cross pollinate the skills, and hopefully that'll pay back. I mean, that's you know, it, you could tie this to retention, you could tie this to organizational productivity, you could tie it to anything. I think at the end of the day, it comes down to like, what is the passion that an individual has? To your point earlier, to do more than what they've been told to do yeah. and follow a path curiosity, passion, all that. And that should come from an organization too, right? Not yeah. just from an individual. I mean, look, uh, corporate hierarchies traditionally have existed to put employees in a box, yeah. right? <laughs> no, but I mean, it's true. Like, this is the job description. This is, these like, are the responsibilities. What kind of box are you talking about? No, like a, a human box. A human box. They're getting put Wait, in that's there. getting... We are in yeah. Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. Like, yeah. I know. Don't follow me visually. Follow me conceptually. <laughs> um, no, but the idea is like, you know, you have tightly defined jobs, right. tightly defined qualifications, right. responsibilities. Yeah. And the way that we think about hiring is like, how do people exactly align with all of these things? Yeah. And that right. whole system is a holdover from when we faxed resumes, right? Yeah. Like we haven't really changed. And so we're in this new era where we talk more about skills. 
and hiring and developing for skills versus experience necessarily. And I think if we get that right, it unlocks so much, but I think we're a ways away from getting that yeah. right. So let, let's talk about skills. Like how do we, if we're unlocking these non-traditional career paths that will identify, hey, you know what, based on your interests and your experience, you, sure, you could go vertical, but you could actually do this thing over here that you're not even thinking about yeah. because we know that the skills yeah. you have are transferable. Yep. Yeah. How do we begin to do that? Yeah, I mean, and I can speak personally from, from my experience. So I am the traditional, I would say, like, non-linear person. And a lot of people think about this, like, T-shaped person when you want to hire somebody that's broad, that mm. has some depth. Um, and I want to offer a little bit of a different visual, which is more of a Z-shaped person, where you're actually collecting things from parallel universes. So a T-shaped person could be like, I'm really great at the general aspect of, like, knowing what HR is, but my talents and comp and benefits. Yeah. Yeah. But a Z-shaped person could have that deep expertise in comp and benefits, yep. but may have spent some of that time in sales operations, yep. yeah. right? Or an HRBP that may have spent some of that time in product management. Yeah. Like I come from product management, I spent a few years in product management, and I take a lot of those principles yep. from that parallel universe, and I bring that into the learning of how you can then create the people experiences from a product kind of methodology. So it's, it's interesting to pick at what parallel universes are you not thinking about? Yeah. T-shaped is very, it's in my expertise, I'm broad on yeah. it, and there's different pieces. Yeah. Z-shaped is like, what can I learn from sales ops so that I could take it yeah. to talent ops, right? I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's so true, right? When I was hiring for people ops, um, folks at my last few gigs, yeah. I looked for customer service reps. Yeah. Right? And I said, they, you know, that skill set is a skill set that you are yeah. trying to understand what an individual or customer in this use case yeah. needs, wants uh, in terms of help. Employees are just like customers. Um, so Might I think you well. can find parallels, but I think it'll be, Lars, you hit on something that I think might be interesting for, for our listeners just for 30 seconds to maybe we can each just share our own linear path for like 30 seconds because none of us <laughs> or non-linear not, or non-linear yeah. non-linear well our linear but non-linear yeah. in the traditional it's completely sense. circular now because yeah, none yes, of us yes. uh, none of us figured out how to climb the ladder no. one ladder so I think that'll yeah. be interesting even if it's 30 seconds but or you know, like on. I think honestly like none of us I, I think there's for elements I can't speak for both of you but I think certainly for me there was a period where I was on the ladder right, right? and I, I wanted to be a VP, like I wanted to be a CHRO or a CPO. Yeah. And then there's like, so I followed that in the first half of my career. Like I was working my way up. I was very mindful of like, how do I get to that next level? And then I got close to that level and I was like, but this isn't necessarily what I want to do. And I think at that moment, there was a big unlock for me where I said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna plan in more than one or two year increments because I don't know what I'm gonna want to do. Like if I would have had a five year plan, we wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing any yeah. of this stuff. So it's like, I think when you have shorter bursts in the way you think about your own career, it, it is a big unlock because it allows you to pursue passions yeah. as yeah. they evolve and interests as they evolve. And don't hold yourself to an expectation right, right. Yeah. that I have to be X, Y, or Z. Open out, come yeah. not attached. There you go. What about well, you? I mean, that, you, that you, is you definitely worked in a range of things too. Well, no, so, so I love what you said. There's something triggered for me on this sense of like, People are always thinking about owning their career, owning their career. Who's heard that before? Yeah. Who owns a career? We yeah. gotta own careers. What if you owned your experience? Mm. 
And what if the experience was really about learning the skills so that you can pursue whatever that next yeah. big thing is that fulfills you more towards your purpose, right? And so, like, I, I've been doing some some deeper, so this has been around for a while, it's a Japanese kind of methodology around ikigai, ikigai, ikigai yeah, yeah. right? I mean, and it's like the convergence of like what you're good at, what you can be paid for, purpose. your purpose yeah. in the world, and then also your profession. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think about it more as um, an experience. Like for me personally, yeah. Yeah. it's not about a career piece because if it was a career piece, it's title's gonna matter, comp's gonna matter. I mean, like, yes, yeah, some basic things will always yeah. matter. But I believe if I look at it as an experience, what I'm gonna learn yeah. and whatever that thing is I lean into could be absolutely wonderful or a huge learning moment yeah. either way. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's really interesting because sometimes you're doing things not for the next step, but maybe at some yeah. point in the future it'll yeah. come together, which is what I've learned over my career. Like what I did six years ago is now actually coming full circle in a very yeah. weird way. And and for me, I, I do agree with everything. Circular I, careers. I mean, so this maybe is like that's what, right? maybe, I mean. You heard yeah, it here first. Not, you know what also is circular? Disco balls. Disco balls. <laughs> or glittery I mean, Death Stars. Okay. Yeah. I think yes. for me, the, the biggest thing is also like, I think we talked about organizations, but it's yeah. also owning your career or an experience, as yes, you put it better, yes. is like really like what an individual wants. Like it might be yeah. okay for an individual to want a traditional linear path. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong um, with that. Folks yeah. like myself or a lot of us here, like I was an engineer that started in manufacturing, then in finance. Mm then ran a few of my own companies and was curious about HR and now for the last yeah. over decade I'm in HR and it's what are you curious about like I'm I want to go big, big. I always wanted to figure something out I've never done before yeah and yes. that's just a unique crazy mindset um, yes. but I went and tried to find the experiences that gave me that people who were willing to take a bet on me for that when they saw the commonalities so it really is it, I wanted to bring out just the personal side of what people really want some yeah. people want the right yeah. Adventurous experience. Some okay. people, and it's okay. It's okay, I wanna, I wanna set a scene. Set okay, a scene. setting a scene here. There's a disco ball in the scene, though, right? Uh, yes, there okay. is. There is. <laughs> we're, we're gonna stay on brand. Here's Where's the Vegas. music? By the oh, way, uh, if you're watching the live stream, hopefully pulling the mic closer. Uh, you know, obviously we can't test that because we're here. Hopefully you can hear us. If you can't, hopefully this is entertaining. The joys of words. Riff. Yeah. That we're not actually saying, and uh, and I am like, taking a separate audio, so I'll also just share the audio of the podcast next week. But here's here's the new world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen a tsunami of chat GPT and generative AI use cases and apps and applications completely take the world by storm in a period of like yeah. six weeks. Yeah. yeah. There will be a future very soon where we're gonna have HR technology that will allow you to, let's just say in the context of an ATS, right? So if you're an HR tech vendor and you're watching this, like get on this, here's your million dollar, here's your billion dollar idea. It's an ATS, but it's using generative AI to allow a candidate, instead of sending a pre-written resume and that's it, they can upload their resume, their LinkedIn profile, ingest. and the technology will ingest that, it will extract skills that are transferable to different roles. And now when you have your career site, People aren't applying one-to-one -to, -one to jobs. They're saying, here's my profile, here are my interests, yeah. open text, yeah. here's what I want to do, here's what I like and to do, here's the environment. Yeah. And there's yeah, yeah. prompts, right, that are, that are algorithmically yeah. set. And then it says, hey, here's five jobs that based on your skills and experience, you, you could be should. a fit for. And maybe one of them is the title that you have now. Maybe. That maybe. world, it sounds like years it's out. That, yeah. No, that, no, it's, it's here. Not. It's, it's not. here. It's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like, how do we... 
how do we prepare for that? Because it changes everything in the way that we think about recruiting, the way that hiring managers think yeah. about recruiting. So, yeah. what, uh, AJ, start with you, like, yeah, no, what that, that reality is here, like, how do we embrace it? How do we, how do we manifest it? I love that reality. I have been laughed at in rooms where I said, like, death to resumes and job descriptions. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I love that, like, the skills piece, but I think what it will usher in is the ability for us to also get a peek at somebody's mindset. Yeah. yeah. Right. When they apply, I mean, you think about Lobby, all of the. Right? Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, if you think about all of the information behind the decision science of, yes, I could apply for a job that is directly my title or these other things, you can begin to see the aha. That's some interesting data. Yeah. If that world is there, I can see the data saying like, most folk, who knows, I don't know, thirty percent of people actually did not apply for the job that they had been in for years. Yeah. But actually yeah. unlock capability in other roles where they were leveraging other skills that they yeah. learned. I think that is magical. Yeah. I think that is that is human potential unlocked in a systematic way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, with caution, you have to have the responsibility of how do you ingest that information that's, without bias, right? Like yeah. that's always going to be kind of yeah. in front. And so as, as, as recruiting as recruiting organizations, as you're thinking about this, right? Yeah. Um, it's really, really important still, the technology still can't replace the human interaction. Yeah. But you can be more data informed about the things that you are bringing in yeah. to have the conversation towards what is that mission and goal we're after to get this person on the team. Yeah. Or even to get the team into the organization. Because I see, I see a world where we're not just hiring, like you said, job to job, but we're hiring teams for missions. Yeah. Yeah. More frequently. Yeah. I mean, we're doing it now. Yeah. But yeah. even like that'll be more of the norm. I could be wrong too, but I mean, it's. I think <laughs> the whole talent acquisition. It's it's been long overdue to flip upside down. I think a lot of conditions yeah. have forced that now. But like job descriptions, they change the minute you write them, right? So yeah. what if well, we it had... changes when the hiring manager goes, these are not the kind of candidates these I'm are not, Yeah. Come on. I mean, uh, let's yeah. be real. Yeah. There, is, there is some <laughs> value in, I think, um, and value not in as well, but I'll talk about the value in like crafting a role for the right skills, right? Yeah. And when you, what, what your idea sparked was, okay, if we can get the right skills off an individual, maybe we craft what that team and role will look like, like versus yeah. going the other way around and saying, I need these four roles Ugh. and I'm going to, let's just find the, the right skills yeah. and then craft what it, and that would be game changing. I mean, that I would mean, be yeah. like flipping the That's people programs on, you doing I mean, com you compensation yeah. benchmarking yeah. after you figure yeah. out the role before you, like, you know. I mean, the thing I is, think, like, we're going to shut down half the HR tech <laughs> in this room. Yeah. We're it's not going to be allowed like, at Transform next year. Gonna, it's, like, it's a good thing we're not sponsored by any HR tech vendors uh, <laughs> at this moment. They would not be happy with our prognosis for their industry. Thanks, Samara. Uh, no, like, I don't, what, what, it doesn't worry me because I'm an optimist, I'm yeah. excited and I embrace it, but I don't think that as a field, we truly grasp the magnitude ready, yeah. that generative AI is going to have on everything, and like really soon. Yeah. Like yeah. really, I've I've yeah. never seen the 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 evolution of products so as rapid as we've seen this yeah. year with these new platforms. Yeah. And so, like, if you're watching, like, invest, like, dabble in ChatGPT, like, experiment with Dolly, and experiment with. There's so many generative AI tools that you can start using. Play with those because yeah. I mean it. It that future is now. It's like it's here, yeah. and it's such a competitive advantage if you know how to deploy these and use these right. in your role now. So, I feel like there needs to be a vendor out there just like consolidating all the stuff in that space, go, go digesting Q. it, 
And if anyone is doing that, reach out to us. But um, <laughs> yeah. no, but I think because so much that, is, so because uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know where to start. Sometimes there's so much in there that. Is a there's lot. so much yeah. potential yeah. Yeah. that it's like we're all already overwhelmed in our day-to-day -day jobs. It's like can barely keep up. So like. You know, there is that level of um, how do we flip that equation, but how do we do that in a, in a relatively uh, I mean, sane at, way? At the risk of sounding like motherhood and apple pie, which, you know, I am also an optimist in this space, if you start with the first principles of, like, what do you want to accomplish to put the tech in, right? So if you think about, like, you know, the, the, my mindset when, when it comes to organizations is, like, your mission, your vision, your values is your operating system. Yeah. Your organizations, you know, finance, marketing, PR, whatever it may be, they're your applications, mm -hmm. right, to, to, to perform in the operating system. Yeah. But then everything else we do in HR are really just features on those apps. And so how do you actually think about how that rolls through in a space where technology is always evolving, yeah. right? What are the first principles? Like, is your operating system at a space where you can ingest that technology that fast? Because Speed can also be dangerous. Yeah, that's that's the. You know, I feel like we need a graphic designer to be creating graphics as you were like mounting that out because I'm visualizing it in my it's, mind, and I feel like we need somebody watching exactly, who can actually yeah. make those yeah. visualizations. And I think coming back to the original riff topic of you know non-linear, non I keep saying linear, non-linear yeah. career yeah. jobs. It's more like a career map now. Like yeah. you gotta just like figure out when that yeah. map you might fit for a few years for later and it might just be oh my like, gosh. I like experience. Well, well, well so think about it. Maybe it's a career experience map and your operating system or your mm. personal mission, vision and values. <laughs> CEM. Your, your, your apps are all of the jobs you've been in and the features are really these skills. I don't know. Just riff yeah. Career experience I mean, map. CEM yeah. right here. Hey, AJ's hey. always got the acronym. So. No CRMs okay. here. I tried just CEMs. CEMs. You heard okay. it here first. By the way, <laughs> Don't go and register at qcom.com or cem.aj.com because both those are proprietary. <laughs> Verbal contract here. Uh, okay, we're wrapping up. It's been awesome oh, riffing God. again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want everyone to have a parting thought on non-linear careers. Uh, Q, kick us off. Just go for it. Don't be scared. If you want to try something, go for it because don't wait for someone to give it to you. Yeah. Mm. I would say um, create the next best question for what you want to learn. That's often always the deep. hardest part. Well, I have to like not Sorry. follow AJ. No, yeah, no, I'm like, I was like, what did you Amazingly say? deep nuggets. I'm going to be like, oh, work hard. ChatGPT. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, all these are like, I, they're all super valid. I would just say like, like don't lock yourself into a five-year plan. Yeah, Live your exactly. life and, yeah. and plan your career in like one or two-year increments yeah. and see where that takes you. And if you do that and you allow yourself to explore opportunities as they come up and passions yep. as they come up, you're going to be in a good spot. Yeah. So, there you go. Nice. That is The Riff live from Las Vegas. Thanks for watching. Hopefully you Thanks, can share us. Thanks for joining. Uh, if you couldn't, I've got a separate audio that we'll be posting as a podcast Sweet. on Monday. So take it yeah. out there and follow these two amazing humans. We're all sharing dispatches from the Transform Conference at Vegas. Vegas. That was a very loud clap. And... Uh, <laughs> That is a wrap. Take care, everyone. Thanks for tuning See in. See you guys. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Redefining Work. For more information on the podcast, past episodes, future guests, and more, be sure to check out amplifytalent.com slash podcast. And if you dig this podcast, I strongly encourage you to share it with your CEO, leadership team, and friends to help others discover it. And if you really dig this podcast, 
I'd love for you to leave a review on Spotify or Apple or wherever your preferred podcast delivery vehicle is. We'll see you next episode.